Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. If you weren't at the recent 2019 Canadian Music and Broadcast Industry Awards, among this year's Hall of Fame inductees were longtime CJ92 Calgary morning man Jerry Forbes, coast to coast rock radio legend brother Jake Edwards, who currently helms mornings at TSN 1040 Vancouver, and legendary Sequa FM Montreal music director Guy Bruard. On this episode of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, we've compiled some highlights from the evening. And be warned, you will hear language not suitable for all listeners. First up, Jerry Forbes, who was inducted by Stu Myers, VP of Bell Media Radio, Alberta. Here's a guy that attacked him with being on air. He made a listener the king wax his own mom. He made another listener give one of our producers a pedicure with her teeth. He's helped father and son prostate exams on there, and now he's in the Broadcast Hall of Fame. <laughs> perhaps, there's a, uh, perhaps there's a lesson uh, out there for you young broadcasters. Here's uh, my pleasure to present with this award uh, to my buddy, Jerry Ford. Jerry provided a photo of himself red-faced drinking beer. That's the kind of guy 
Jerry Forbes is. To present our next Olympic award, please welcome nine-time CMW Program Director of the Year, President, CEO, and Chief Talent Coach of JJIMS Worldwide Media, JJ Johnson. Trying to get Jerry settled down backstage. <laughs> Very sick man. I, I I worked with him for a long time too. But so I am delighted to be asked to open the doors of the CMW Hall of Fame to the brother, brother Jake Edwards. We first met at the colossal city of heaven in Winnipeg when he and our late great pal Steve Young picked me up the airport in a very small car, very small car. They were trying to they were bring me out there to see if uh, we were a good fit. The trip from the airport uh, from Polo Park was only normally about a five minute drive, but I swear we got there in one minute. I asked Steve, I said, what's up with that? And Steve said, Jake is a man with a need for speed. I'd be happy he wasn't driving his Trans Am, which was in the shop, or it could have been a 30 second white knockaway. This started a 40-year friendship. Jake absolutely owned Winnipeg, and I soon came to know that he drove everything fast. Cars, bikes, boats, surfboards, and his career. He came, he saw, and he conquered fast. These markets, Winnipeg twice, Dartmouth Halifax, Toronto twice, and he settled in at number one in Vancouver. And he did it through hard work, talent, innovation, network, and shenanigans. The man can drain, as Steve Young would say. He has the incredible gift and the incredible talent, and he also loved to discover talent, and selflessly brought many of them along and made them stars. Martin Strong, the incredible Dr. Stinky, the Rev, Oli the Joke Guy, the Champ, and all the regulars on his shows. What I admire most about Jake is the family man that he is. His kids, Zach and Alex, and his wife Lori, who's right over here. It was a big part of his success. They mean everything to Jake, who's also a very good son. He made his mom and his dad, Blackie Maxwell, very proud. And Blackie passed away 10 days ago, but he knew this was happening for Jake. And that's the thing. So on behalf of the millions of listeners, fans from coast to coast, with thousands of friends all across the land and a wonderful family, Jake, I'm proud to say that you'll live on forever in the most prestigious CMW Hall of Fame. The rest, they say, is history. Ladies and gentlemen, Jake Edwards. Yeah!
During the test, I would read the eye chart with my good eye and memorize it so when I read it with my clinically bad eye, I would pass the test, right? Now, did I purposely flunk the test or my memory was it just that bad? After all, Ned bought me that RCA 6 transistor radio. I plugged it into my head. I listened to stations up and down the East Coast, Boston, New York, Miami, on a skip frequency. And I, saw, I thought, this is where it's going to this is where it's going to happen. And this is what I did. Radio was for me. I met my beautiful wife, Lori, at a Burton Cummings concert in 1980 in Winnipeg. That was the day I won the life lottery. She has been the real rock ever since. Thank you, Sweetheart. Love you. Been 40 years now. Lori and I were married in 1984 and welcomed the birth of our first child, Zachary, in 85, and our daughter in 86. Gary Slate hired me to do the mornings in Toronto with co-host Gene Melitis at Q107. I won my very first major market personality of the year and launched the radio version of The Champ, which took off and went crazy, snapping, overreacting. <laughs> so I failed the test my dad set up and passed the radio test, and I'm here today. Neil Dixon called me with the news about the Hall of Fame induction. My dad was the first guy I had called. He was proud, and 10 days later, my 94-year-old father passed away. And I'm not sure, but I think he may have been waiting for the result of this career-long test. Tomorrow, Lori and I will fly to New Brunswick for his funeral and celebration of life. My dad was a role model to me, and being a role model is the most powerful form of educating as we all know. Too often, too often fathers neglect it because they get so caught up in making a living they forget to make life. So I dedicate this to my father, Leslie James Maswell, a.k.a. Blackie, and I'm reminded of what the great coach Jimmy Galvano said. My father gave me the greatest gift anyone could give another person. He believed in me. And I finally passed the test. Thank you, Pops. This is for you. Thank you.
Along this journey, he gained the respect and admiration of his co-workers, the music industry, and Montreal radio listeners alike. The music industry is alive and well in Montreal, and that stands for the Soul Memorial. This is going to be uh, what we call in, uh, in Montreal in English. Um, from being a clerk at the iconic Sandra Recordman store, he became the music director of one of the biggest radio stations in, in the country. C'est quoi? C'est quoi? À laquelle tu as contribué, puis jusqu'à en faire une, une référence, non seulement à Montréal, au Québec, au Canada, mais aussi en Amérique du Nord. For a long time, he was for me a competitor. 35 years, actually, in six months I worked for him. Um, a competitor that I would fear. But then it became, as I knew more about him, a, comp a competitor that I would respect. And respect came from the whole industry. Eight times in his career, he was named Music Director of the Year in Quebec by Aziz. Which one? Working side to side with you on a daily basis, he allows one to take the measure of your profound humanity, sensitivity, and integrity. Tu as eu la chance de ne pas avoir une vraie job toute ta vie, de créer ta vie. C'est quoi have the chance to have you as a guide for its sound, its essence, for 42 years? Merci. Being Sikwa were instrumental in being, in being the, entrance, the entry point for many artists in Canada and North America. Artists like James Munt, Backstreet Boys, Lady Gaga, Spice Girls, Mika, and a multitude of international and local artists got their early support from that station, so that Gordon, Averdin, et ensuite La Bazanonsu. As a rep, he was my Yoda. You needed to prepare every week for that visit at the station. Musical mental chess was the game, and you had to be three steps ahead in the hopes of making it to the top of that notepad called Meeting the Music. He made us all better reps by challenging us. I have to say this makes me very happy to say, please welcome to the stage a man we love, the good Schwartz's Heart Meets Animal, and Heart to Create. The newest member of the Canadian Broadcast Hall of Fame, here we are. Oh. Thank you very much. As you can see, this has been quite a lot. So, I would like to thank CMW for this great award. I never looked in my 42 years long career as a music director for the once. My main objective has always been 12 sequels to be a great music station. I was lucky enough during all those years to meet unbelievable artists and great human beings. I would like to thank all those program directors that trusted me enough to give me the latitude and freedom to be music that I thought would make a difference for Sigma. Thank you, Jeffrey Olivier Brown, Yubri, Bob Bouchard, André Saint-Amand, Pascal Valence, Jean-Sébastien Lemire, Victor Hollandic, 
were all very important to me. And like somebody else said, and all those other program directors that were eh, not so fast, <laughs> not so good. But, so I'm sorry. Uh, whoops. Thank you also to all the guys and girls from the record industry that I met through all those years. And I'm sorry if I didn't always say yes. But it was all for the good of the station. I would like also to thank for the friendship and for the your presence in my life, Eric Martel, who is now in charge of the music department of Sequoia. I know that the station is in good hands with you. Music has always been my passion in life, and I would like to say to all of you folks that are working in beautiful radio world, there to follow your instincts and your gut feelings, because radio is all about having fun. So, thank you very much. This is a great honor that I will share the rest of my life. Thank you. Also inducted posthumously into the Hall of Fame were former Rogers Media Television CEO Leslie Soule and wife and radio host Terry Michael, who worked at CHFM, Easy Rock, and Q107, among other stations. Michael McCarty, business development officer at SoCan, and Steve Herman, SVP of Touring for North America at Live Nation, were also inductees this year, in addition to Lifetime Achievement Award recipient Robbie Robertson. Read more at broadcastdialogue.com. For Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, I'm Connie Teeson. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world, and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.